my desk for the last 10 minutes trying to think of how I wanted to start this episode. The beginning of any sort of podcast or Instagram post or message is always the hurdle for me because it's it just, you know, it's the beginning of it. You know, how do you start it? How do you grab someone's attention? How do you begin this entire story journey that you're about to share, whether it's a podcast or a voice note or an Instagram post or whatever it is? So I was thinking and thinking and nothing was coming to mind. And so I closed my eyes and I started to take some deep breaths. I did a little bit of humming. I looked out at the suns- sunrise, no, sunset. <laughs> And, and then it came to me that this experience of me right here, right now, is the perfect introduction. So let me set the scene. Today has been one of those go, 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 nonstop days where I got a lot done and I had some distractions throughout the way. And so a few things got backed up into this evening. I got Timber, my dog, out for his walk. I came back. And I just felt absolutely depleted. Like I had nothing else to give. I was like, I need to lay down on the couch, get some dinner, and probably just veg out for the night because I feel so spent. And then I had this little voice whisper in my mind, reminding me that I had promised myself that I would record this podcast tonight. And I had promised myself for the past five days that I would record this podcast And yet something always came up, whether it was a valid excuse of like my friend flying home spontaneously and we were surprising our other friend, or whether it was a self-created excuse, whatever the matter was, five days, didn't record, it is now due tomorrow if I want to stay with the consistency I'm trying to go with here. And so I had that little voice whisper and nudge me and remind me that I had set a promise to myself that I had already broken, you know, yeah, broken four to five times. And so it needed to happen. And I also knew <laughs> that if I sat down and if I got all cozy and relaxed for the night, there was no way this episode was going to happen. So found myself here in the office, getting ready to start, not knowing how to start, and then realizing that my real life experience and what I'm moving through in this moment right here, live on the scene, is precisely what this entire episode is about. It is an episode about keeping promises to yourself and finding yourself sort of get back on track with the life that you really want to live and feel connected to and pursue. And this was first spurred by I mean, this is something I've talked about many times before. I know I've recorded multiple podcast episodes about the importance of keeping promises to yourself, consistency, showing up for yourself, etc. But then I was reminded of it in last week's episode, actually, with my best friend, Claire. At the very end, we have this dope conversation about, well, I didn't have much to say, but she had a lot to say about it, about keeping promises to yourself and the importance of it. And building that trust muscle within yourself. And when we talked about it during our recording, and then when I edited the episode back, and then when I listened to our episode when it aired live last week, I just, it kept hitting me of this is such a big thing for me in this season of life. 
it's been a big thing for me before and it's a big thing for me again now of the importance of showing up for yourself of keeping the promises you set and of doing what you say you are going to do what you know serves your highest interest and where I really wanted to start with this is that for the past couple months I feel as though I was pretty structured I had a good routine and flow in in place I was showing up for all the things I was keeping my promises for the most part and I was just fully in it and then some emotional things came up in life some things rocked my boat I had work shifts I had different things happen and then I moved into my my new home and life just kept getting like upheaved and upheaved (laughs) just shifting shifting underneath me and I eventually just sort of like let loose it was as though the inner rebel that lives within me was like this is our chance for freedom let's go balls to the walls we don't need routine we don't need structure let's just free flow And I love a good free flow. I love to go with the flow and be spontaneous and just kind of see where life takes me. And just as with everything in life, there is a point in which it goes a little too far or a little too extreme or a little too much. And I've realized that that's what has happened in the past few weeks especially. I have gotten very loose with my overall lifestyle, my structure, my routine, the things that really keep me feeling my best and keep me living my best life essentially. And so I'm now seeing and feeling the impact of that time in my health and my work, my creative pursuits, hell, even in my relationships with friends and family. As I said in the beginning of this episode, coming home from my walk earlier and feeling so exhausted, so absolutely spent, And granted, I did a lot today and I didn't do too much physical stuff. What I'm feeling now, this exhaustion that I've been feeling for a couple days now that doesn't seem to go away no matter how much sleep I get, it's all a result of me being so loose and unstructured and not keeping my promises to myself for the past few weeks. And so I'm feeling the exhaustion of all these like multiple late nights out of not prioritizing recovery just eating anything and everything whether it feels good in my body or not and then not creating space amongst it all to calm down to regulate my nervous system and to actually rest and then with work I've seen this in missing deadlines and letting things slip between the cracks and then just these messes that I'm creating essentially in my different work relationships because I let this go on too long and then I miss the deadline and then that distracts me and then I because right because I'm trying to fix that and then I let another work deadline slide and then it just all dog piles on top of itself and then I get so overwhelmed that I just take like an entire day or two off work and don't do anything right okay I never take an entire day off but You know what I mean? It's like you go, 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 you burn out, and then you're just basically useless and don't do anything (laughs) versus taking intentional rest. And then with my creative pursuits, it always comes down to the consistency. Like I'll be on such a roll with the podcast or Instagram or whatever other creative thing I'm doing at the time, and then I'll just hit a wall and I'll ghost. Like I'll just disappear. I'll quit posting. I'll quit sharing. And it's 
not because I'm necessarily exhausted or don't have ideas. It's literally because I don't show up and I won't keep the promises. And I say, oh, I'll post Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then every single time I come up with an excuse or, oh, I'll record for the podcast excuse. I don't do it. And then a relationship kind of similarly where I'll I'll kind of essentially ghost everyone, (laughs) friends, family, and I let my text messages pile up. Like right now I have 313 unread text messages. Even saying that aloud spikes my anxiety. And you don't even want to know the emails and Instagram DMs and all of these things that I just, I see them there. I just, for some whatever reason, I don't feel the need to engage or reply or get to them even though they're conversations that should be had and they're connections that I should prioritize. I don't mean to be shooting on myself, but they're things that I do want to do. All that being said, these are all just things I've noticed manifest essentially because of me not keeping promises to myself, not showing up and doing what I said I wanted to do, not doing the things that serve my highest good, and what I think is feeling different about this time versus all the times this has happened in the past is that I feel as though this another level of awareness has been unlocked in which I'm now seeing the direct result where when I don't show up for myself and I don't keep the promises to myself, I'm also not doing that for others and for the world and for everything around, right? So how I show up for myself is how I show up for the world and everything in my world, my work, my relationships, my creations, hell, the pets, right? Timber and the cats. How I show up for me is how I show up for them. What's neat about that is that I think when it comes to myself, right, I have had this pattern and tendency and thing in the past to just like throw myself under the bus essentially, put everyone above me, not care for myself. And so I didn't really care if I didn't feel great or if I felt overrun or if I was slacking in this area of life, if it was regarding myself, I didn't really care. Once I made the connection between, oh shit, if I don't show up for myself, then like my work is impacted and the animals are impacted and my friendships are impacted. Once I made the connection between like, I don't almost that like self selfishness and selflessness aspect of how I care for me is how I care and show up and be in the world. It just made something click in my mind of it's kind of selfish. Not going to lie, right? Like I I was like, sis, it's kind of selfish for you to not keep the promises, not show up for the podcast, the community, the connections, the relationships, the work, all these things that you've said you were going to do and you've made a commitment to you can't just let them slide like it's kind of selfish of you (laughs) and whether I mean maybe you agree or don't agree with that and I don't know I guess it's kind of like self-shaming but I just it was sort of like this talk that I needed to have with myself to like kind of like a slap in the face but gently kindly of what am I doing right? I Like, what am I doing here? I have this amazing life set out before me. And all it takes is setting up a few like systems, sticking with a semi-flexible routine and showing up for these basic things that I've 
basically agreed to do within my life, that's all it takes to create a seamless, harmonious existence. Things feel rocky and things feel overwhelming and shitty when I stop showing up for them. And when I get too loose and go with the flow and I suppose there is an aspect right here is once again, finding that balance between you're not hyper controlling and hyper fixating, but you're also not like so loose, go with the flow that you let everything like fall and scatter. It's how do you find that in between? How do you balance back and forth on the seesaw without letting yourself go to such extremes? Which is another huge theme of so many podcast episodes I've recorded is that idea of going to extremes and finding the in-between. So what has helped me in the past, honestly, week start to really recalibrate is that's the word I would use at least for getting, I hate to use the verbiage of like back on track, but let's just stick with recalibrate. So what has helped me really recalibrate in the last week and feel as though I'm gaining momentum and getting back into the flow of showing up and keeping promises while also having flexibility and routine and all of the good stuff is starting small. Understanding that just as extremes are never the way to do it, I can't do a complete overhaul overnight, right? I, the one night I made this list of all the, not only to-do tasks, but things that I had let slide, things that I wasn't doing, basically just lying out very clear and plain to me all of the things that I've said I wanted to do, I said I would do, that I had committed to, and then all the ways I was not doing them or not showing up for them or really just like half-assing them. And so I made that list, I got very clear on it, and then I felt the immediately immediate impulse of like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and do 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 and do 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 and just like laid out like the whole week of how I was going to do this complete overhaul and then this past Monday rolls around and immediately right life throws me some curveballs and I have to shift I have to adapt and I felt myself get to this point where I almost just said fuck it and went back to like not following the plan and then I was like no this is perfect this is great life is giving me a real-time experience and moment to navigate what I said I wanted to do with some curveballs, teaching me how I can shift. And so this podcast episode was one of those things I shifted, right? I suddenly had to go pick up a friend from the airport and the time block that I had in my calendar to record was no longer available. And so I rolled with the punches and I said I would do it today. I would record today. And then I almost didn't follow through on that promise, but here I am. Okay, so... To summarize all that hubbub I was just saying, making a list, getting very clear of all the things that I do want to shift or change, but then from that master list, essentially creating the stepping stones, starting small, one or two things, implementing them over a couple of days, because what's so important with making any sort of change or shift in life is that you have to get to the point where you can feel or see change for it to really stick with you of like, this is why I'm doing this. If you just try to do a bunch of things at once and then it's, it adds like hours to your routine or it adds all this stress and then you burn out after a couple days before you could actually feel or see change, 
That's why we get stuck in cycles and patterns and loops of starting, stopping, starting, stopping. And so you pick one or two items that are actionable. You can lay out how you can do them. They're, it's kind of feasible that you can add them into whatever you're doing already. And you start there. And you stick with those until they feel natural or until you enjoy doing them or you see or feel a bit of a shift. And so then it becomes instinctual. It becomes second nature. And it's not a matter of you willing your way to do it every single day. It's just seamless. It's part of your flow. It's harmonious. And so then it becomes easier at that point to add in a few other things. At the end of the day, it's finding this mix between all of the parts of your day that require a bit more of willpower and uh, sort of motivational aspect of self, right? The mind might not want to do them. You might not want to do them. So you have to really kind of put energy into that act. And then there are the things that are just seamless, harmonious. You're going to do them no matter what. And granted, a lot of us have things like checking our phone and XYZ that aren't the most supportive, that feel seamless, and we don't have to think about them. And so the idea and the trick is that just as I might so easily grab from my phone and start scrolling Instagram, I want to get to the point where I will just as easily reach for a book and start reading without having to convince myself that I should read or without having to check it off my to-do list to read for 10 minutes a day. That's what I'm building towards and that's what I think creates that like ultimate showing up for yourself, keeping promises to self is that you just do it enough where it doesn't even feel like you're keeping a promise to yourself or it doesn't even feel like you technically have to do it. You just are doing it. You're just being with it. Hopefully that makes sense. Now the other part and what I really want to hone in on here is accountability and I feel like that word has so many layers to it. But why it's important is that showing up for yourself and keeping promises to yourself isn't always the most easy thing. There might be challenge with it. There might be some hurdles. And so if you are keeping all of that within and you're just trying to be your own accountability coach and your own motivational coach and actually do the thing and right, you're wearing all of these hats at that point, it becomes much easier for things to slip. And for you to let yourself break the promise or to not do the thing or to let a couple days slide and next thing you know, it's a couple months and you haven't done the thing, speaking from personal experience. And so bringing in an outside source of accountability, motivation, etc., is going to be super beneficial and supportive for making sure that you actually follow through on your word. <laughs> and this could be done in a couple of different ways. I'm just going to share from my personal experience so I've been working with a coach for maybe like two or three months now. Well, I've been working with a fitness coach, which is one thing, but then I've also been working with a sort of business, I guess also life coach. I've been working with her to create more offerings and business stuff, but she's also hella great with emotions and life and all of it. And her name's Alex. She will be on the podcast soon enough. Anywho. Primarily, I'm thinking of her in this instance where I would, she would ask right at the beginning of each week, what's our accountability? What are our three priorities for the week? What are we going to do? And then we'd have our live calls and we would talk about those things. And what was really uh, interesting and humbling and funny was the amount of times I said my priorities for the week were these three things 
And then by the end of the week, Friday, when I when we were doing our check-in, I would realize that I had literally done none of them. Or I had maybe started and then stopped. And week after week, this happened. And I would always have some excuse. There would always be something that came up or some reasoning why. Which, sure, valid, fine. There's a lot going on. And at what point do I get so sick of my own bullshit (laughs) that I actually do what I say I was going to do? That I actually take action in this program that I paid a lot of money for? Right? Like this, this, the disconnect there between the fact of like, I'm literally paying somebody to coach me through this and to keep me accountable and to help me build these things. And yet the only thing that's keeping me back from doing any of that is by me not showing up for what I said I would do and needed to do and by not keeping the promises to myself. And so having that external accountability of her checking in with me, of her sending these messages and basically following up and What's interesting is she would never be, she would never say something like, oh, you didn't do what you said you were going to do. Or, oh, you didn't do this. Like, why not? She never said it in that way and she never would. It would just be a matter of like, hey, Em, how's XYZ going? And me having to (laughs) express and explain my excuse for why I didn't do it time and time again. And that was what really like lit my fire, I suppose, right? It wasn't anything she said to me. It wasn't any sort of shaming on her end or ridiculing on her end. It was literally just her highlighting and pointing out what I said I would do, checking in on it, and me having to just like feel that I don't know if it's necessarily self-shame because I don't want to be shaming myself, obviously, but that regret and the frustration and the angst of, God damn it, Emily, why didn't you just do it? Why do you keep doing this? And there comes to be a point, right, where that's not great either to be constantly negative and down on yourself. But I do think a little bit of it is not such a bad thing if it's going to wake you up and light the fire and get you to make a shift or a change. And so I allowed myself to have a little bit of that sort of self-frustration and angst and upset with myself. And then instead of moping in it and getting stuck in that sort of rut of, oh, I'll never make it, I'm a failure, etc., I pulled myself out of it and I said, okay, how do we remedy this? What can I do so that next week when we have our accountability check-in, I can say that I did everything on my list or I can express that I need support in this area because I don't know how to do X, Y, Z, right? Like it just became a matter of the awareness factor, the deep desire to change and make something shift and then actually taking action and sticking with it. And another way you can do accountability if you don't have the ability to work with a coach or you just don't even need to work with a coach like if you don't want to is friends someone in your life that you can just say look I really want to do this thing but I just don't do it like I I keep saying I will but I never do it's been on my list for weeks now months now and I know I want to do it I just can't 
do it. It just, it feels like I can't do it, even though you know you can. So you express that to a friend, you lay out what you want to do, you lay out a timeline, and it could be as simple as that. And then you ask them to check in with you a couple days from now or a week from now. Give them a timeline. And once again, they don't have to come at you and be like, you suck if you didn't do this. And why didn't you? You said you were going to do this. You didn't do this. All they have to do is text a little check-in and say, hey, how's XYZ coming along? Or hey, let me know if you need any support with that project. And that alone will be enough to trigger in your mind, like, shit, I didn't do it. Or it'll be that reminder of, okay, I said I was going to do it. Like, I'm going to dedicate an hour today to this project, whatever it is. And I do this, actually, Claire, the friend that I was talking about in the beginning of this episode, that was on the previous episode, we do this with each other for Instagram and posting and content creation, where I'll text her, I'm going to post three times a week. She'll text me, cool. I'm going to post three times a week as well, and these are my days. So we started doing this a couple weeks, maybe months ago. And then what was funny is that because we were both kind of doing it to each other, we would both let our excuses slide, right? And so I ended up maybe not posting at all that week or once a week, but she wouldn't really say anything because maybe she hadn't posted that week either. And so it took us a while to navigate this sort of accountability friendship aspect that we are trying to do so that now I'd say in the past like two weeks, we just, we both got brutally honest with ourselves, right? I reached a point where it's just like, no more. I'm done with the excuses. I'm done with like, I'm literally holding myself back in life by not showing up and not doing these things. And I expressed that to her. And she expressed something similar to me of just like, wanting to take the action, sick of the bullshit, like, let's go. Let's fucking go. 2024 is the year. And so it felt as though we both had our own timelines of just getting tired of our excuses and of our own sort of like letting down of self and promises. And then we express that to each other. And now there is that heightened level of accountability where I might text her and say, I know it's been a long day, long week, but how are your posts coming along for the week? And she could say something similar to me. And I'm not going to take it hard, right? It's just comes down at the end of the day to what do you have to do to get through to the mind of, hey, I want to do this. I keep coming up against walls or excuses or for some reason I'm just like not showing up for it. But I want to change that. I want to make something shift. And this takes awareness It takes self-discipline, self-motivation, and a lot of self-compassion, grace, and curiosity. As I said before, it's not about being this bully and ridicule to yourself about why the fuck can't I do this and I'm, I'm just like a letdown. No, I mean, do say what you need to say to light the fire under your ass, but then come back to love. I mean, that is an act of love, to be honest. But then come back to the compassion. Come back to the curiosity. Be open with, acknowledge the fact of, okay, I'm frustrated. I want to do this. I'm not doing this for some reason. I also understand that life has been a lot. For me, this was acknowledging I did just move and upheave my entire life, primarily on my own. 
And that was a lot to handle with everything else. So I brought in the compassion piece. And then I brought in the curiosity. Okay, so now why am I still not doing this? Why am I not pursuing this project or showing up in this way now that I am grounded and settled in my new home? Now that I do feel as though I'm starting to get more rest and calm things down in life. And I came back to that question of why. And when I sat with that and I took it into breath work or meditation or I journaled on it, or I simply thought about it while I was cooking or walking, anything to allow my like full system to process that questioning, it became clear to me that there was this underlying fear of when it comes to content and my creations and my work, the underlying fear of just like all the ridiculing and judgment and perfectionism, right? Of everything I create has to be to this caliber. And if it's not, I might as well not even share it. And so these like blocks and limitations holding me back. And then when I asked the why question around my health and relationships, that got a little bit deeper and convoluted. So I'm not going to share it all here, but it was just such a helpful practice to shift through those states of awareness, bit of discipline and self-talk, finding some motivation, the compassion, and then landing and grounding it in the curiosity of why am I not doing this? And then what do I think will happen when I do? And that's when things shifted again and got fun for me. I started to think, what would it be like if I did post every day on Instagram? Or if I did stay consistent with the podcast for the first time in two years? What would happen if I did follow through on the shifts and changes I wanted to make for my health? Like, what if I got to feeling that good? Curiosity about how much more I could show up for my friendships and my family and the relationships and how cool that could be to like deepen those and take those to another level. And so the curiosity piece is really what sparked my interest, right? The beginning stages lit the fire and the curiosity really like lit it up even more, added some sparks to the flames. And now I feel as though I am in this like ready to go mentality. I'm not trying to completely overhaul everything in one time. I know it's going to take time and consistency and showing up. And that's why I didn't put a ton of pressure on having this super curated podcast episode. I was like, it will be enough if I record this week, edit and get it up in time. Same thing for my Instagram posts. I'm like, they do not have to be hella curated. Let's just go with it. Let's just show up and do it. I don't know if I necessarily like the term messy action, but sort of free flow action perhaps is the better term for that. So that is where I'm at with it all. And I actually feel so happy and proud of myself and lit up right now because I was so close to breaking that promise and not recording this and then probably going into a shame spiral. So I am so happy I showed up for this and I hope it resonates in some way. Uh, my friend, mentor, coach, Alex, that I mentioned earlier, said something in our coaching call this morning that personal is universal and the it is the concept that what you are moving through personally in your own life is usually something that is happening somewhere, someplace on a universal level. And I find that to be so true with these podcast episodes. So If you're moving through something similar, if this has been coming up in its own way in your life, I'd love to chat about it and connect on Instagram. 
I'm on there at Emily Feigels. I'll have it linked below. And I can't wait to have this public accountability to hold myself true. So I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye.